Alright, uh, hi everybody, I'm Corey, I'm the Diggity Diggity Dungeon Disaster DJ Daddy here today. I'm here with the group, say hi everybody. Hello! Hello. It's getting longer. Yeah, it does that. Every time I get I a D it. word that kind of coincides, it just kind of gets add on. Um, so let's go ahead and do introductions. Let's see if we can throw somebody off their feet here. Dust. Hello, I am Dust. I will be playing Finn, the human bardlock. Alex. That is. <laughs> Thank you for saying my well, name like Scooby-Doo. I'm trying to throw you guys off. <laughs> no, I know. It works. Hi, I'm Alex, uh, and I am playing Callisto, nor Tiefling Druid, who somehow managed to be smart last session. J Rodeo. Hi, I'm Rodeo, or Maxwell, and I play Caster, your grave cleric, Azamar. Jace. Hi, it's Jace, and I play Caustic, the human keeper. Zer. Hi, I'm Chris. I'm playing Zareth, the human monk of the old light, who, as you might have guessed by the introduction, is uh, ready to kick some bull butt. Bull wrong side. Take a minute here as I set some... You're ready to kick some bull front butt. You're you're ready to create some bully sticks, as they say. Oh no. You're welcome. Alex, that's inappropriate. No, it's not. <laughs> really not. For shame. Don't like that one. We're going for a different one. Let's see what we got here. Okay. I I I, I will say on recording, I love how my hair looks nice now. And didn't look nice on Saturday when I had to do recording in front of thousands of people live. It was just floofy, and now it's like actually cute. Like, what the fuck? Get ready, because season three is going to be live. I'm uh, excited. Uh, listeners, season three will be uh, February next year, uh, 2023. Um, stay tuned. We're going to be streaming all of that. Whoop. Let me turn down this music a bit. There I we like go. This. I like this music. Right. Yeah, I'm digging Let's it. Let's go ahead and roll some initiatives, people. Oh, God. Okay, not the worst. Symmetric. Oh, nice. Of course. This is like oh, oh man. This is the music I listen to in my car when I'm angry. Hell so, yeah. So this sounds like Haze. something special just for us. Ooh. Hey, clerics, oh, are, clerics are supposed to go last. Alright. I'm digging this. Hold on, I gotta turn this up. I, I love how it just zoomed in on the bodies. That's oh, fun. all of our initiatives got removed. Yeah. Fuck. Okay, you I can get all... removed. Because you changed maps. Um, no, I can see it all in the turn order here. Yeah, but the turn order we can see doesn't have any. Yeah, we can't see everybody. We can just see Caster, uh, I just And I just and re rolled and changed mine. All right. Trust me to take care of it then. We've got we Zara with the 22, Finn with a 16, Caster with a 2. Well, Caster, you're out of order here. Because it's been put in here twice for some reason. Oh, because I re-rolled for the one that we could see. 
Okay. Let me just fix that then, because you're in here twice now. You're all right. All right. So, again, we've got Zer with a 22, Finn with a 16, Caustic with a 12, Minotaur with an 8, Callisto with a 4, and Caster with a 2. Let's go ahead and start off the round with Zareth. Okay. Um, uh, just so you know, Corey, I can't see the turn order like at all. Like There's the Minotaur and Callisto, so I don't know if you just can reset that, but I'll go ahead. Um, can you see it now? No. no. We can remember it after a few yeah, rounds, so, or if you just want to shout it out as we That'd go. That'd um, yeah. yeah, so just show us out. And then, um, so, Zer is going to look immediately to his right and um, uh, to uh, Koss and to Caster, and he's going to make like a little bullhorns um, thing and a little running action as he tries to remind them what Minotaur is like to do, which is charge. And then um, Zara is going to take 5, 10, 15, 20, all 25, 30. Try to body block this large creature. <laughs> um, and then I get my full attack. Um, so let me make um, my first attack. Unarmed strike. Second attack. And then I'm going to flurry of blows for two more. Did I crit twice? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, the last one, ignore, because I didn't hear it go off. But um, a 28, I'm guessing a 13 does not hit. 13 will miss. And then two 29s, which um, are crits. So that's, I'll total that up for you. That's 6 plus uh, 18. That's 18 total plus another... 14, so that's... 32. 32. God damn. Magical bludgeoning damage. So you're going to pound at this thing. You're going to create a couple of bruises. It's going to stand tall. Its fur will be ruffled. Its nose will snort out steam as it grips its two hand axes more, angered at the fact that you think you could square up with it. I'm take a look back at my friends and uh, a little bit more confident that I've focused his attention. I'm going to adopt a, um, a stance as a bonus action, a dodge action with another key point. Wait, isn't Flurry of Blows a bonus action? You're right. I can't use two key points in one turn. I was like, I use two key points in one turn? That's not right. I'm going to pretend like I took the dodge action because <laughs> I don't want to be hit. <laughs> I was going to say, you're not a drunken master. That will make it Finn's turn. Alright. Um, Finn, you will actually see um, for the first time in a while, you you will again see your friend uh, Arwen reappear. Um, kind of kind of at a loss of what's going on. Almost it's like she's been asleep. And then she's going to see kind of the whole spread of things and kind of grow quiet and stay in the back with you. Uh, kind of, it'll turn towards like, yeah, kind of a bad time to, to pop up, but Minotaur attacks. Uh, stay behind. And he's going to go. No. Fine. 30 here. 
uh, 30, like a downward diagonal. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. For the listeners, uh, because I know we haven't really done this often for combat, we're in a very wide space, an open catacomb area with a stone wall up to the north of us, a more brick and mortar wall to the right of us, some weird uh, dial slash omnipotent thing in the bottom corner. We have some dead bodies up in the right corner with blood and skeletons outlaying this entire place. Uh, A very lovely kind of depiction. Alright. Oh no, you're good. Um, Ben's going to hold up the the invisible flute. Uh, the even though it can't be seen, but the outline of it in his hand's going to glow a bit. And just for a little bit of flavor, like no one can see, but maybe his back tattoo starts to glow a little bit too. And he's going to cast Witch Bolt at the uh, at the Minotaur at okay. level four. Twenty-one. Twenty-one will hit. It takes twenty-four lightning damage, and I don't think I have any other bonus actions. I don't think I can cast another spell, so that will be my turn. As he shoots out a giant bolt that seems to like connect both of them in a way. Okay. Just go Is there ahead. anything else you'd like to do? Uh, no. Jace? Okay, so sorry, I want to make sure that I'm reading this correctly. So first off, I'm going to point to a a point kind of right around here in between Zare and Finn. um, And a small little like moat of ash and dust will start swirling and expanding. And I'm going to activate my uh, Eldritch Ward, which is going to be... Uh, slightly beneficial to people. Um, yeah, it needs to be 15 feet in radius. So, so a big boy. <laughs> it basically big enough to reach all of them is, is the point of that. Um, and then I will move as an action, uh, pulling out my spear, 5, 10, 15, uh, all the way over to this side uh, with the extra movement speed I get. From the spear, and then I will stab twice. Uh, and eventually, I will find the key command for striking twice. Uh, so that's a twenty-four on the first hit. Twenty-four hit. Okay, so that's uh, seven damage total, four piercing, three cold, and then a nineteen on the second hit. Nineteen will hit. Okay, so that's seven again. Wow, I am consistent. Not good, but consistent with my damage. So, 14 damage total. Um, And that's it for me. That's my turn. All right, Minotaur is up. It is very angry. Seems like it's kind of taken everybody in for a bit. So... First thing it's going to do is it's going to go reckless immediately. Um, the Minotaur can take up to three battle axis attacks. So all three of those are going to be squared up against our lovely monk here. 
Yep. These all have advantage. So yep. that is a 20... Uh, 24, a 17, and an 18. Uh, the uh, Only the first one will hit. Jesus Christ, what is your armor class? Um, I The last one just missed. Ah, okay. All right, I need to mute you. Uh, uh, I'm getting a hot spot in because my internet's being really naughty. I'll be right oh. back. Okay. Okay. That is going to be 13 damage. You will see its shoulder pads glow as a bonus action. And you'll see some of those bruises that you left on him earlier. Those will dissipate. This motherfucker. That'll end his turn. Well played. Oh shit, it's me. Hello. Sorry, I didn't realize we updated the thingy. Um, okay. Callisto, seeing all of this, is going to turn to Caster very briefly and just say, stay safe. And then she is going to, in front of him and Arwen, transform into a saber-toothed tiger. Since you were so kind to give me one of those. Um, and screw the bark skin. She doesn't have time. She's just going to go straight for the hit. Um, uh, what's up, this tiger? Um, oh, jeez. One sec. When Royal Tony stops being a little bitch. Uh, it's large. Large creature. So, need to size myself up a little bit. Okay. Tanko. Okay. Um, and she is going to use... Oh, jeez. She's going to use her movement to get right up in the Minotaur's face. So I think that would be at least 20 feet, right? Uh, definitely. Um, so okay. from where you're at, that's 30 feet. Uh, cool. Yeah, I've got a, mo I got a movement speed of 40, so we should be good. Um... So yeah, one sec. Oh no. Oh no. You stepped on there. Oh god. I'm not trying to, I promise. Thank you. I, for some reason, roll 20 is being very weird. Um, and since I ran 20 feet straight into it, I'm going to use the pounce trait of the Cybertooth... I can speak. Cybertooth Tiger. Um... So I'm going to use a claw attack, and then if it hits, uh, he has to make a DC 14 strength save or be knocked prone. Okay. Does a 20 hit? A 20 will hit? That's a fucking 9. I'm going to reload. You're entirely valid. Um, but So he's knocked prone? Yeah. Uh, he is knocked prone for now. Cool. Uh, and while he is knocked prone, I can use my bonus action as a saber tooth tiger to make a bite attack. So. And that's a nat one. My aversion to eating meat just sticks around, you know. Um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Dust, for laughing at that. Um, but yeah, so she's just gonna 
run, rip into it, and then try to go for the bite and just go, nope, back off a little bit. But as per usual, she is the largest thing in the room trying to draw the fire of this thing. All right. Let's see, Caster, it's your turn. I have a, I'll have a question that will uh, come into play when I do it. But Caster noticing, uh, looks like the team's got things pretty well handled for the moment. He's going to do a turn to ramp himself up. Um, and the first thing he's going to do is going to be, uh, he's going to channel his divinity, uh, for a path to the grave. So if I could, uh, if you'd allow me to flavor it, Corey, sure. uh, he'll, he'll, he'll grip his holy symbol and some glowing light will emanate from it. And around the, uh, the minotaur, uh, ethereal feathers will start shooting out from it as it becomes vulnerable to the damage he's about to deal. Using his bonus action, he is going to cast at level four spiritual weapon. And put it right here. Uh, that's a weird roll. Uh, I think it rolled my upcast wrong. Oh, it no, it did it right. What level did you cast it at? Four. Uh, then no, it should add just extra add d8s. Two extra d8s, and it says point four nine times two d8. If you hover over how I got yeah, I saw that's weird. why point four nine, why not point five? Uh, like that's so uh, specific. Sometimes when you transfer spells from the compendium, it does like a formula. You have to kind of just like delete the formula it gives and just redo it in the attack. I, uh, All right, well I'll just roll two d8s then. Yeah, I've had that happen before. Huh. So it'll be uh, thirteen. Plus, or times two, because he's currently vulnerable to the next attack. So it'd be twenty-six force damage upon him. What what kind of weapon? Oh, uh, so he he summons uh, what he thinks is going to be a sickle, and it turns out to be a long sword, where the cross guards are feathered wings that kind of curve up. Oh, that's sick! I dig that. Okay. So 26 damage total, and the curse has ended. So nobody else gets uh, vulnerability on it. Okay. And uh, that... Uh, let's see. You know, Caster might move... Yeah. Just because it eliminates a charge angle that could hit three people. Okay, give me one second. Um, I have to pull something out here. Hot. Nobody appreciated that. I'm sad. Hey, oh, I, I mean, that was good. Also, I, I oh, caught ahead. it, but I'm like, it took me a <laughs> second to like realize what you were talking about. I'm like, like what? 
I just heard it's hot, and I was about to agree with no, you. No, I just, I just said hot. A window. Is there? I just, oh. I just said hot because Corey said I gotta take a second to pull something out. That was like hot. <laughs> also, okay. well, this is cornier than me. Oh, oh, oh. So, shit, yeah. So, all right. So let's uh, let me get this over here because it's not working. There we go. Uh, it is the start of the round, which allows this creature to use a lair action. Um, it is going to stomp its feet, and you will see this dark haze kind of wisp from its mouth. It'll float to the ground as it, like, tendralizes itself over to the pile of corpses. Um, the haze will continue into the corpses, summoning two zombies from the pile. Let me go ahead and add them. To the turn order. Well, if we stay here long, oh, no. we can infinitely farm XP. <laughs> zombies, you say? I I do technically oh, clock Christ. in above uh, initiative twelve zombie with my twelve point twelve. I've just Caster, decided to Caster might be moving up. All right, I, so it's going to be now. It's going to be Zareth, Finn, Zombie, Jace. Zombie, Minotaur, Callisto, and Caster. Are we ready? The thing is currently prone, correct? Because it got knocked yes. down. So I imagine it when it did it stomping its feet, it almost threw a little pepper tantrum like a baby because it's on its back. Um, it doesn't state. It also didn't state that it wasn't able to use the ability, yeah, so no, maybe I, it's just like. It stomps its fist. It just slams its fist, yeah. No, I, I no, I know. I just I was enjoying picturing it kicking its feet like a child okay. into the ground. You guys already trivialize half of my monsters. Let's at least let some of them seem cool. I think he's awesome and deadly, and he's great. He's creating zombies. That's awesome. That's, that's so badass. Oh my god. I'm I am so scared. Like it terrifies me to the core. The last time I fought a uh, a boss that could create zombies, we almost team wiped, and this was in a different campaign. It was a giant tree and a dryad that were corrupted, and they created mini like tree spirit zombies that kept coming after us every turn. Well, we're gonna we're gonna take a sidebar after this because I need to explain what's happening I'm currently so... versus you know. So I'm so interested, Zareth, It is your turn. Um, I'd like to uh, try to clarify a thing, a couple things, just because my internet went wonky, like right after my turn. So uh -huh. I heard that the Minotaur is now prone, correct? Yes. You also took 13 points of damage. I took that. I saw that in the chat. So thank you for reminding me. I already took that into account. Um, and uh, we have some zombies. Uh, Jace mentioned that his their initiative was. 12.12, which makes the zombies go together if that is any easier for you. Um, Sorry. So I just think it might be easier if the zombies went together. Because, um, yeah. Um, and then, um, okay, I'm ready to begin. Find my center. Um, so if I can be a little magical for once. Um, since my last two flurry of blows using my chi points uh, crit, I feel the greaves because I, I I I kick rather than punch. I'm a kicking monk. Um, 
the greaves are kind of glowing with the the order of the the old light and as the, the light is is uh fading from my successful attack last round kind of giving me hope and guidance i kind of wrap that tendrilled um light around my 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 fist and i give callisto as a saber-toothed tiger a little fist bump and that's gonna be a perendi's bond so we are now bonded together by the old light plus one to attack rules and saving throws and then i have a question attack. so that sacrifices one of let's, my attacks. let's hold off till he's at least done his turn yeah so that um, sacrifices my first attack. So I'm just going to do one attack, and then I get my martial arts attack. So no key points or cheat points uh, spent this round. So I'll roll my two attacks against this monster. And then I have one question before I finish my turn, because it's something I overheard. OK, does a 21 hit? Yes. OK, that's nine magical bludgeoning. Um, so, Corey, um, yes. I apologize, but as I was being disconnected, I overheard, did something, did the Minotaur heal? Did something? Well, I didn't say outright whether or not he healed. What we do know okay. is that his two shoulder pads glue, and you saw some of the bruises that you had left on this gentleman kind of fade a bit. Okay. Okay. Some kind of death magic. I, I I mutter under my breath, and it'll be at the end of my turn. Finn? Alright, I'm going to... move... a little... Let's see, 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, to here. So I get a, a better uh, line... Uh, uh, sight of line of sight with the minotaur and i'm going to use my action to continue to to pump uh witch bolt which i automatically just deal a 1d12 to it so i deal nine more points of lightning damage to it okay. and and for my bonus action i'm going to look to to caustic and say uh i'm gonna point to him with my my good hand and be like, keep uh, keep your eye, uh, keep your eye on your back. You got creatures behind you, and give him a bardic inspiration. And that'll be my turn. Caustic. Uh, I'll kind of turn and look. You know, like I'll hear it, but I'll I'll turn and look, and then I'll turn back over to Caster to speak. Uh, Caster, we need help over here. Uh, and then I'm going to just keep at it. Uh, I'm going to not do anything too special. I'm just going to stab at it twice. Okay. Uh, so that's a 24 for that one. That'll hit. And an 18 for the second one. 18 will hit. Woo, okay, so that's uh, 12 and 8, so 20 points of damage total. Uh, and that's gonna be it. Alright. Check their movement. Okay, zombie number one over here in the corner near the death pile. Let me go over here. 
All right. We're going to go for Caustic. That will miss. Oh, shit. Uh, 23. Uh, 23 will hit. Yes, a 23 will hit no matter what. 26 will hit. Five yeah. bludgeoning. All right. Five bludgeoning. Got it. Remember, Corey, you have advantage on him because he's flanked. Oh, yeah. So 12. Well, I mean, then. Yeah, I don't think 12 is going to hit him, though, either. No, a 12, no, I was just, a 12 I was will just, not hit me. I was just reminding you for your, um, for your sake. This zombie over here, uh, we are going to head over here to our bard. We're going to do our double attack. So that's a 20 um, to hit the first one. The second one's going to miss with a 7, most definitely. Uh, does a 20 hit? Yes, it does. That is 5 bludgeoning. Ow. Minotaur's turn. Uh, I have to uh, roll a constitution save to see if I keep up... Uh... Uh, which bolt, which I do. A 19. Okay. Oh, fuck. I hate when I do that. One second. It is just decided that that is not functional. Alright, so, uh, let's see. He's gonna go ahead and shoot two axe attacks, the Minotaur here, because we're squaring up at the Minotaur. Uh, we're going to square two axe attacks at Caustic and then one at Zareth. 20 and a 28. Uh, both of those are at Caustic. And then the third one is a crit oh. for a 30 for Zer. Um, Actually, uh, I'm going to use my reaction to... Uh, do a sentinel at death's door. So Caster will reach out his hand, seeing Zareth about to get clocked in the head with this Minotaur's axe, and if by some magic it'll push it aside a little bit and just dig into his shoulder instead for the 11 damage instead of 21. I hate you. <laughs> hey, listen, I forgot I forgot the zombie crits. <laughs> oh, hey, alright. Uh, Altogether, you... hold on, so Guys, we need to... Yep. Okay. So, does the 20 hit Caustic? Yeah, both both hit, and I've already taken the damage. Okay. Um, well, for the viewers, let's total that up. That is... 30, seven, eight, 30, 38. 30, 38. So that, that crit was turned to a non-crit, so that's 11 damage for Xur. All, All right. right. I'm going to use my reaction to being damaged because I'm bonded to Callisto... Mm -hmm. I will ping Ash's pendulum. There'll be a burst of light and a vague shape of some kind of flower, maybe a, a very like uh, contemplative, uh, meditative lotus, kind of burst forward and it'll, uh, it'll kind of like a, in a blinding light attack the Minotaur in retaliation, dealing 11 damage radiant. I want to pause real quick after that. Let's try to keep our stuff in our turn. If we want to react to something that somebody's done, we can easily react on our start of our turn. Let's try not to interrupt people. Let's try to stay on point, mostly because, like, I listened to Winter, like, editing the last episode, which is, like, episode a little ways back, but we're falling back into our ways again of messing with how we're going to edit this because we're going to have to cut some things out so it's all in line and, yeah. 
Um, I'm not saying that you guys can't have your cool moments. Just saying we got to time them a little bit better. Yeah, um, that's on me. That's okay. Uh, Callisto, your turn. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, um, given she's not a significant distance away, she can't do the same thing again without risking an opportunity attack. So, she is just going to uh, claw. Oh. She's going to do a claw. In order to have attacked, he had to have stood up anyway. Can we retcon that he did step up? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 I figured he had, otherwise I would have taken a claw and a bite. I figured he had too, but I didn't state it vocally, so I just want to make sure that we're okay with that. I mean, he didn't move, so it's not really a big deal anyway. Yeah, much appreciated. You're totally fine. Um, so yeah, just a claw. Claw? Alright. Give me one moment for roll 20 to work and my mailman to stop being loud outside my door. There we go. Oh, yeah, that definitely doesn't hit. That's an eight. Eight will miss. And I'm still trying to draw fire off of the squishies. It's not working well, but I'm trying. All right. Will that be the end of your turn? Oh, sound. Gotcha. So is that good? Yes, yes, it will be. Okay. Um, so Caster, hearing the cries for help, is going to run. Let's see, where's a good thirty foot? Let's see, right there. Let me just double check. Yeah, that's good. Uh, he'll run there and notice that his good friend Caustic is a little bit bloodied up, and. He is going to forego doing damage this turn and cast um, Aura of Vitality. And so using his bonus action, he will heal Caustic <laughs> for two points of health. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'll take That's, it. That is unfortunate. <laughs> it, it is what it is. It's just the uh, luck of the dice. Um, so that's movement, action, bonus action. Uh, that will be the end of Caster's turn. Alright. Top of the round, this creature will breathe again. More nasty, nasty smoke. More corpses will rise for the pile. So here's what I'm going to do. The first two are going to be on the first zombie's turn. Second two, we're going to be on the second zombie's turn, so that way I don't have to worry about four tokens on initiative. Uh, uh, sorry, Zareth, that makes it your turn. Okay, uh, Zareth, seeing Koss on the other side of the Minotaur, is going to um, lock eyes with Koss and use a key point to safely disengage trying to draw the minotaur away knowing that if the minotaur tries to come at me Koss will get an opportunity to strike at it because I don't intend to attack this turn 
Instead, what I'm going to do is use my action to move the Perendi's bond onto Koss, so that Koss and I are now bonded, and Callisto is no longer bonded. And that'll be it. It'll just be like a silent wave of my hand, and Koss will briefly glow, and then it'll fade. Alright. Finn? Okay, as... As Finn, with his good hand, like, he'll drop, like, basically pull the, like, energy that's between him and the Minotaur, like, grab it and and break it, so it's like he no longer has concentration on it. He'll pull his, his flute and play a loud, almost disrupting noise, and at this point right here on the map, oops, I didn't have my, he's going to cast Shatter, so it'll hit all four of the zombies. So they need to make a, at level three, let me go ahead and cast it. As a reaction, this creature will be able to use a lair action. It only has so many points of these, so let me remind you guys this. It is going to stomp, and the dungeon will absorb that spell. Ah, you heifer. Very, very accurate. <laughs> Assuming the Minotaur is female. You don't know. I don't know, I don't but know. I'm. I, but you will like if Finn notices that he. That's what he's gonna say. You have her. And bonus. It's just mockery backup. Yeah, it, without actually doing anything, but just for it feeling him better, he's going to point at uh, at uh, Callisto. For a bonus action and and say please strike this thing for me since I don't want to get up close to it and give you a bardic inspiration and that's my turn alright that'll make it Caustic's turn alright doing probably not the wisest thing but Caustic will notice kind of a, an opening in this pattern and now that Zare has moved away Caustic is going to tuck themselves into this corner a little bit, which should also uh, give Callie advantage on her attacks, and Caustic would maintain, Unfortunately, maintain advantage? No. no? Okay. Then, no. never Retaining mind. Maintaining advantage would be behind here. Oh, that's right. You're right. Here. You're right. You don't need me to be in the wall. Then I will not move, because that will do nothing. Uh, well, I mean, it would get you out of it, well, at least until the next turn. That would get you, you know, out Until of it. literally another zombie yeah. walks up or moves five feet, like, you know, it... it it does nothing, uh, theoretically. Um, so I'm just gonna keep doing the the basic, the basic thing, and just stab at it twice. Uh, a fourteen. Fourteen will miss. Okay. And a twenty-five. That will hit. Okay, so that's twelve damage, nine piercing, three cold, and that is. Uh, it for my turn. Okay. Oh, that's yeah. true. Would a would a fifteen have hit uh Corey with the Perendi's bond, no. which I no, okay. I figured. <laughs> um Alright, let's go ahead and go zombies. So we're gonna have four for the first two, because they get two attacks. Um so it is going to attempt to now it says slam, but it's basically a bite. Um, I'm re I'm reflavoring the attack. 
Um, so it's going to try to bite at Caustic. That's a natural one and a six. Uh, both will miss. going to miss. Then the other one's going to bite at Dust. With a 21 and a nine. Uh, the 21 will hit. That'll be four bludgeoning. All right. How even this more? Second squad of zombies will move up. You know what? Let's let's make this fun. Oh yeah, baby. Oh, we're we're gonna swarm. Um, so we are gonna completely surround Caustic. The uh, nineteen and a nineteen for the first one. Okay. An eighteen and a fifteen for the second. Okay, so the nineteens and the eighteens hit the fifteen misses. Okay, so that is six. That's twelve. 15. Yes. Alright, Caustic's still up. Minotaur will go. Um, seeing that you are encapsulated, Minotaur will use one point. Potentially his last. Let me just state that for you guys. He's going to use a special attack. Potentially against Caustic. Does a 27 break Caustic's armor class? A 27 does break my AC, yeah. Alright, let's do this real quick. So it will bite... Well, that's supposed to be two, sorry. Oh, you're good. Okay. Uh, so 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. So what it's going to do is it's going to turn towards you. It's going to rear its teeth. It's going to bite down on your shoulder. And you'll see, like, darkness kind of pulling off of Zer... Uh, not Zer's body. Uh, Caustic's body. A little bit of red essence coming with it. As you'll see some of his vitality leaving Caustic and entering this lovely creature. Uh, am I reducing my max HP, or is that just straight damage? That is just straight damage. Okay. Um, it's, it's considered necrotic, so it will be something that you wouldn't be able to heal, but it's not a permanent decrease from max HP. Okay. Uh, as a reaction, I'm going to use a chi point and Ash's pendulum again. So some of that darkness that is coming into the Minotaur to revitalize it is going to be tainted by light coming off of Caustic's Bond, and it's going to kind of mitigate some of that damage by burning it. Also, Explain Caustic to me how that works. Oh, it was so just flavored. He, he attacked. He had he attacked Caustic and hit, dealt damage. You you have so to spend a H. Uh, I spend a key point, and it takes my monk level plus my wisdom modifier in damage. So it's okay. just straight damage, slow increase over levels. All right. Uh, Callisto, your turn. Ah, uh, sorry. Hello. Uh, okay. Yeah. She wants to help with the zombies, but she thinks that there are going to be more zombies if we don't kill this thing first. So she's gonna keep trying to hit it. It's another claw attack. It's a twelve hit. Twelve miss. Yeah, I'm 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 just missing. Oh, burning inspiration! Thank you. Uh D eight, yeah? 
Yes. Isn't that supposed to be used before the it, it is. Ter- roll it is. is determined? Yeah, that's, it is. That, that's fair. That's fair. Okay, then we'll, I'll you use it next round. Rule of cool. You guys let him stand up even though I didn't say it. Go ahead and use it. Okay, cool. Does a 17 hit? 17 misses. Okay. Fuck. Uh, cool. There is an effect to the uh, attack roll. Uh, immediately after it roll, the adds the attack to the target. The moat uh, thunderously shatters on the target. And each creature of, of your choice that you can see within five feet must succeed a, a Constitution saving throw fifteen or take dumb, uh, five points of thunder damage. Okay, so that would just be him because he'd be on the one within five feet of me. But okay. Yeah. So yeah. that wait, what roll is that? It's I, a Constitution sorry, saving like... throw. Yeah, sorry, that's my fault. A fifteen Constitution saving throw. Okay, so con, not dex. Okay, my bad. Yeah. Oh, oh, yay. Twelve. That it fails, failed. so... Uh, five so he thunder. Takes... Sorry, five thunder damage. That's my fault. Sorry. Right. I was going to say it for you, and then it's your thing, so... That... Uh, is that the end of Callisto's turn? That is about all I can do, yes. Caster? Caster notices his good friend Caustic again in trouble, surrounded by the hordes of undead and bloodied. And he'll grip his holy symbol and say a quick little prayer in Celestial. And he will channel his divinity again and turn the undead. So all four of the zombies and the Minotaur, if it is an undead, have to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, DC right. would be... Do you have Destroy Undead before he rolls? Yes, I do. Okay. What is your DC or your CR for Destroy Undead? CR 1. Okay. Um, 18, 9, 5, and 12. Everyone fails except for the first one. Okay. Um, if they are uh, below a challenge rating of 1, or 1 or below... Uh, which normal zombies I think are, but I don't know if these are special ones. They are instantly destroyed. If not, they are turned, and they must spend their turn trying to run away from me, and they can't move uh, towards me. And it can only use the dash action to try to escape, or if it can't move any further, it can use the dodge action. Thank you. Um... That was his action. His bonus action will be to Aura of Vitality. And I'm going to put this up just so everybody knows because my turns. Um, I will Aura of Vitality uh, Caustic again. This time for nine. It's a little bit more respectable. I'll take it. The long sword floating there as Caster looks at it longingly. Uh, that should be the end of my turn. All right. Starting at the top of the round. Uh, let me go ahead and add this thing to turn order because that shouldn't have disappeared. It's probably because you deleted the placeholder zombie. Top of the turn order, this guy will summon again. Two more. So again, the slamming of those feet. Why is it not? 
There we go. We'll go ahead and roll initiative for them. And really, are making it easy on you? Just all the zombies go at once. You know, and that's something we're going to talk about at the end of this because I am flabbergasted by what's going on right now. What? How easy it's all being made with everything going at the same time. It's when when I explain everything at the end, you'll understand why I've been having such a difficulty with your guys' combat up until now. Um, Zareth, your turn. Okay, conveniently so close to um, Caster's uh, healing spell. Uh, some uh, I use a chi, a chi point to activate a reaction ability. Some of that healing uh, from Koss uh, will materialize into a small, brilliant light crystal that will zip to Zare and kind of penetrate him in the chest. He will get like a, a just a small aura of of protective light around him, giving him some temporary HP off of Caster's spell as well. Seeing that his strategy didn't work, he's going to uh, leap five feet and uh, make uh, his two attacks. And depending on what they look like, he might uh, decide for another one, two. First attack will be a 20. Will hit. And a 27. That will hit. Um, so that is, um, I'm just going to save my chi, and I'll use my martial arts to make, um, a bonus action attack, which would be a 24, which okay. will be, um, uh, 27 damage, magical bludgeoning. Alright. So, something is now going to occur. This guy is now officially bloodied. Now, I used to do this a lot in some of my older games, and I'm bringing this in because I really like the aspect of bloodied stuff when it comes into combat. So the first thing that you're going to notice is that this thing is going to have almost a pool towards the undead. You'll see them kind of break apart um, and, and kind of slowly meander into some sort of weirdly worn armor. Um, this thing is going to consume, not like as if it's like pulling them into its body, but wear them in some kind of nasty visceral uh, armor. The hand axes are going to have a red razor edge now, as it grips the blades even harder, it's going to stride its feet just a little bit farther, digging into the concrete, making two large scuff marks, uh, as its horns are also then tinted red. Its eyes will go a black outer, uh, what do they call the, uh, it's not the iris, it is the, oh, yeah. yeah, that will go black, while the pupils, the irises, will go red. Oh, that's terrifying. Alright. Do the both the pupils continue? and the irises go red, or does it go like black, no. red, black? 
Oh, and so it's no, it's just straight, all black on the outside, red in the center. Okay. There. I'll be Finn's turn, right? Oh yeah, that's because yeah, Zerg just went. So Finn. Okay, a little freaked out about that, but I'm going to take another. Like two steps to the to the left. That's, okay. and that's the right. I don't know my directions. <laughs> don't mind me. Um, and I'm going to to point at the at the Minotaur and be like, "It's like, oh, you're getting upset. We're beating you down. We'll get used to it. No vicious mockery. It. It's a DC 15 Wisdom save. Then. So it takes six psychic damage, and it has disadvantages on its next attack roll before the end of my next turn. Okay. And for my bonus action, I'm going to look to to Costigan and say, you're not looking too good, buddy, and give him a healing word at level three. Ooh. So, uh, 13. No, no, 12. My bad. 12? Oh, okay. And that's my turn. Alright. I'll make it Caustic's turn. Alright. Um It is just me that's gotten hurt, I think. Uh, so most of my abilities aren't too much. So Caustic's just yeah. gonna keep Sarah's at it. gotten hurt too. Has he? Uh, he yeah. Look too so good. bye. Hmm. Uh, y'all need to be clustered together for my healing. Come on, y'all. <laughs> Uh, I'm just going to keep doing my normal thing. I'm just going to keep stabbing at him twice. Seeing if I can just whittle him down. Uh, so I'm going to add... Before before anything happens, I'm going to add the D8 to that. Okay. Actually, let me do math. So that's technically a 19 to hit. Uh, with plus one from Zare and plus three with advantage. That was a 19 hit. Yes. Okay. Never mind. I will not use... I, whew, okay. Okay, and a 24. No, no. It <laughs> the, not, it's, in, <laughs> it's in the mystery number. I really wish sometimes wizards would do that. Be like, this guy has an armor class of 19, but if you roll a 22, misses. Yeah, like there's like a certain <laughs> number where it's like, no, that that number doesn't hit. That one actually, yeah. Just put it in like there the Feywild. Just or to like take those a two. quick side, just take a quick side thing. There is a monster that has been devised that on each person's turn another d20 is rolled, and added to a modifying number, which then creates its new armor class for each person. Oh, that's cool. That's I really like cool. That. I uh, like it. Yeah. that sounds terrifying. Uh, twenty-seven points of of damage. By the way, save or kill it. That's how it works with those monsters. All right, Minotaur's turn. So, um, Finn, you pissed it off. So, the first thing that you're going to notice is that this thing is going full bore. It is going to toss both of its battle axes at Finn. So the first one's going to be with a disadvantage. Wait, it's throwing them? It's throwing both of them. Okay. Uh, it would technically uh, have 
a disadvantage no matter what if it's throwing while in melee range. Or is that... No, that's... Never mind. Ignore me. Ignore me. That's a different rule. <laughs> okay. That's um, if you're throwing at something in your melee. So that would yes. be... The first one is a 23 to hit. That hits. Alright. And, and the... the Both second, of them hit. 14. Okay. So let's go ahead and deal this damage. Wait, your AC is... 13. Hold on one second. Just do this. So first one's going to be 15 damage. So that one's going to be 12. 27. You'll see those axes return to its hands. Almost like Malnir for Thor. Sick. And then it is going to clink both of them together and take a nice swing at our monk. Thirty-one Ooh. to hit. Thirty-one just just breaks my armor class. <laughs> That'll do sixteen slashing. Okay. Now, for each of you who have been hit by these weapons, at the start of your turn, you will take a one d four bleed damage. So, Finn, for you, that is two d four, and one for Zareth. So that's a 1d4. That will end his turn. Okay, I'm back. Hi. I was typing. Um, <clears throat> Callisto is just missing every single attack and watching her friends get hurt and is just sitting here like, I wish for death, damn it! But she can't speak because she's a saber-toothed tiger. Um... So, she's going to ramp up the stakes a little bit and attempt to climb on its face. I don't know if I can do that. Uh, I think that would be an opposed grapple. Phrasing. I'm so down. Let's make it happen. Don't forget your inspiration. Uh, no, I already used it. I used it. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Um, so, it would be a, gra a strength check, right? Yes. Say 18. 12. Plus it would have advantage that's a 15 altogether. So, I mean, yeah, you could climb up on it. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna just this giant tiger who's about the size of the, the thing. Now that I think about it, now I'm looking at it, that's cool. Uh, it's just gonna attempt and I guess succeed at climbing onto Mine. its face and pouncing it into the wall and just try and prevent it from seeing or moving. Okay. Can I move you over five feet then so you're like directly totally. in a line up against yeah, it? you have my full okay. permission to move me. Okay. Is there anything else you'd I... like to do? Uh, it's not prone, so I can't bite it. Okay. So, no. No, I'm, I'm happy with just having it be grappled and distracting it. So your paws are going to sink into that nice fleshy armor that it's got there. It's going to feel a little nasty. Uh, that'll make it Caster's turn. A uh, quick DM question for you. Yes. A, um, would Caster know, and B, how would you roll it? Uh, could Caster flank with his spiritual weapon? No, there's a wall behind it that's being shoved No, like up if Caster went to here. 
which would be right across from the spiritual no. weapon, which is what I was asking. Okay. But would Caster know that? I mean, probably. Okay. Um, either way, Caster wants... Oh, hold on. Let's see. Let me just gather over my spells really quick. Caster doesn't like that this thing's an undead. So he is going to first... Uh, at level 2, cast a Guiding Bolt as a, you know, a ray of energy jolts forth from his hand. And it probably doesn't hit. 17? A 17 is not enough. Okay. Uh, and then he will use his bonus action to try to club it with his... Or to slash it with his spiritual weapon. So... Let's see what that is. Nope. No level. Uh, yeah. Uh, feeling frustrated, he will use his movement to uh, move right here. So let me let me stop you halfway through there. Okay. Uh, now I'm not I'm not going to do anything to you, but I'm going to give the option here because you're going to notice something on the battlefield. Okay. So, currently, uh, well, actually, probably just before you move, just a little bit about here, so about f only five feet is where you're going to move before you're going to notice this. Because if I'm not mistaken, Zer is the one currently holding um, Arwen's blade. Uh, is? Yeah, I believe I, so. Yeah, so we just got a confirmation nod. Okay. And gave it um, uh, two episodes ago, I believe. So, I, I'm going to take some liberties. Let's say it is going to be kind of strapped up on your hip, somewhere on the back of the, the backpack, somewhere somewhat visible. It's going to start to glow. Now, what I will say is that whether it be because everybody else is, is either uh, down to four health on the opposite side, currently in its face, or is watching this tiger pounce on it, no one else is going to notice this. But, Caster, you're in the perfect position to see that it is, it's kind of like pulsating, almost. So, seeing that, he will yell, oh, wait a minute. Zareth won't be able to hear him. Um, it, um, I, I think, I think Corey and I discussed that during combat, Zer is usually, unless circumstances are dire, Zer is usually looking to his comrades for um, like direction and and like not like simple commands and advice. I'll, I'm going to say currently though. Okay, you're going to be enthralled in what's going on. Otherwise, you might have noticed the situation. You know okay. what I mean? That's that's fair. That's completely fair. I just wanted to bring that up for for future reference as well. Um, Sarah's yeah. usually watching everybody's faces as he's punching. But and I mean, I for the listeners as well, yeah. he's also almost directly behind you because you're kind of almost facing this wall as this thing is pinned up against it. Ah, uh, yes, we're perpendicular and I'm kind of away from him, yeah. So Caster knows he's not going to be able to hear... Um. So Caster's actually going to run up 
And if uh, if Zareth doesn't oppose him, he's going to use his interact with object for the turn to draw the blade from Zareth's back. Okay. I would allow that. Um, I probably would be very distracted by that. Um, but I don't have a problem with that. What were you going to say? I mean, it was this for, for Caster, it's the heat of the moment. He just cast two spells, basically, and just had time to run up. And he didn't really have time to, like, pull you around and, like, be like, the blade, the blade. He had time to, you know, come up to you and just grab it out. So here's what's going to happen. Because mm-hmm. this is pretty severe kind of stuff. First thing that's going to happen is it's going to activate. And you're going to see almost kind of like a lightsaber. You're going to see the essence of the energy of the crystal extend into the blade of the rapier. One, I'm going to need a constitution save with advantage. Hmm. (laughs) You're going to feel your ring resonate with it. 15? That... Please subtract 40 HP from your health. I'm still up. You are still up. Now, you're going to feel as though you've gained about, I'd say, another 40 pounds on you. You're going to feel the weight, almost a gravity, pulling you down. Now, you're going to be able to hold your stance. You're going to be able to hold this sword. But you feel that just holding this thing is somewhat ripping you apart. On your next round, you are subjected at the end of your turn to roll again. If you fail, you could be subjected to more damage, but it won't affect you if you drop it at the end of your turn. What does this mean for you? You can use this weapon before you have to let go. Uh... And Castor's aura of vitality drops. Because he cannot make... Uh, you said it was 40 damage? 40 damage. Well, let's see if you I get lucky try. and roll a natty yeah. 20, baby. Anakin no. Skywalker, you will try. No, did not did not make a natural 20, so his concentration on his healing spell goes away. But something I learned is spiritual weapon is not a concentration spell, so that, that bitch nope. stays up. Um, yes. uh, so it means that I can attempt to use this weapon... On my next turn. But... It is a plus 20 to hit. Oh, Jesus. Just play... Play ball, man. Toss it to Caustic. Uh, well, I can't because I've used my action, my bonus action, my movement, and my interact with our objects this turn. So, uh... Next turn, unless it goes, if it starts at my turn when I have to make the save, then it is what it is. But if I can throw it to you on my turn, then I will. Oh, actually, I might go down if I if I fail. I'm gonna throw it to somebody on my turn because that hurt. Like Caster, all of a sudden, like his nose is bleeding, and he's like, he looks like he just got the biggest headache that you've ever seen, but like rendered physical. Picture it like a uh, uh, okay, so like. A searing, burning sensation, kind of like heartburn, is irradiating through your entire being. Ow, I don't like that. Um, Alright, well if that's it for you, that makes it Zareth's turn. 
I actually have a question. Um, yeah. the, um, so this might get cut. That's why I paused as long as I could. <laughs> um, but but would you allow because Caster and Zare are in like direct initiative order with each other? Could I technically ready my action to grab the weapon from Caster after he makes his attack on the next turn? Like have have him like attack and then throw the weapon and then Zare catch it and that be Zare's action? You could attempt it. So it, it'll be like a clumsy handoff. So Probably. I'd have to make some sort of check. Yeah, so on your turn, on basically have you roll uh, as your bonus action, uh, okay. like a straight dex save or a dex. Clumsy's, um, uh, <laughs> clumsy doesn't begin to describe it. Caster's okay. got an 8 strength and a 13 dex. I'm going with a rule of cool here because normally... Transferring objects is usually full action. Okay, I appreciate that. So, first of all, I'm going to um, take 1d4 bleeding damage, is that correct? Correct. Can I roll that? Yes, you may. Okay, I'm going to take 3 Ooh. bleeding damage. And then I am going to, as a... Oh, I get to use my bonus action... Using the rule of cool, I'm going to ready my bonus action to tr attempt to collect the weapon from Caster after he makes his attack on the, his next round, his next turn, but before the weapon deals him any further damage, either risking dropping the weapon or risking taking the weapon and taking damage myself if I fail a save. Okay. That was a bad so. On your uh, turn as well. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sorry. Continue if you, if you have more. I, I was just going to take my action, which would be um, two attacks. Okay. Um, so against the Minotaur, I'm going to... Um, oh, no. That's not Zero's style. I was thinking of something cool. I'm <laughs> just going to make two attacks with uh, my kicks. Um, that's going to be a 22 and a, uh, or sorry, a 24 and a, an 18. A 24 and 18 both hit. Okay. Uh, that'll be 18 magical bludgeoning damage. Okay. And then I'm looking to Caster because he's just come up up behind me and he, he, he I felt it come off my belt and I look at him and he is like bleeding out the nose and this like light is like consuming him and I'm like I hold out my hand I'm like Caster I can take it let go before it dooms you uh question yeah. for you Corey before we go too further was this radiant sure. or necrotic damage that I took it is neither. It is pure raw magic. Okay. I was just wondering because I'm resistant to radiant and necrotic. Um, as, as a little flavor for Zareth, because each and every one of you who is holding a, wearing a ring or owns a ring is going to feel a small effect. You are going to feel as though you have gained about 10 pounds. You're going to feel that gravity pull and you're going to feel, no, it's not going to affect you stat wise. You're going to feel a little bit more sluggish, a little bit more drained, as if it's kind of pulling from you 
as well. Not directly. You can feel a pinpoint. It's going to be around your finger if you're wearing the ring. That'll be it for me, then. Then? Uh, you were going to feel that pull. Let's go ahead and, and get that 2d4 All right. damage. I, I feel that pull way too much, and I drop to the ground. A thunk. Yep. Alrighty. Um, so, since that started at the start of your turn, go ahead and give me a death wave. Okay. Let's see that natural one. Oh. 19. Almost. One away from a crit. Yeah. One away from a crit. You could have got up with one HP. <laughs> Wait. I'm confused. Why? How is this possible? Did we all take 40 damage? No, 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 just them. They got hit by the axes, which were razor blades, basically, oh, so it caused me damage. Oh, 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 and okay. Then, yeah, okay. and they I took lead damage. I'm just flavoring as that I took, that that force put, put me down so much, so I was just dropped. Uh, I didn't I, know that you had that little health. Can I ask a question for them? Do the bleed stacks go away? Yeah, so okay. it, it, it resets it at the next round or, or the start of the Minotaur's turn, so it's not going to stack, 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 stack. Okay, I was about to be like, yeah. all right, I'll enjoy this. Because at most, it only gets three attacks on its turn, so it means it can only stack up to 3d4 on a person. And right. that if it chooses not to deviate its attacks like it has been doing. Um, so, Soot, it is going to come to your turn. You're going to feel that weight come down on you. Uh, like your chainmail, your full armor is going to get a little heavy. That sword that you're holding or the spear that you're holding is going to get really, really thick. Um, and you're going to feel that ring pull energy from you. Caustics, uh, yeah, are going to kind of close their eyes and kind of like feel that weight and then almost like use it like momentum to swing around and start trying to jab at this thing's like weak points, like kind of jab like side of the knee, like uh, like where the shoulder meets the chest kind of thing, just to get this thing to start slowing down uh, okay. and take my two attacks. Uh, so that's going to be a 21 or 24 technically. No, yep. I can't do math. Yes. 22. It, whatever. Yeah. God, it's late for me. Uh, and then uh, 23 plus four. So 27. Okay. All right. Uh, so that's 23 points of damage. All right. Uh, and I will move. No, I will not move one step back. I'm not going to rid anyone of advantage. I'll stand firm. All right. All right. So it is going to use one of its actions to try to push this saber tooth tiger off of it. So opposing strengths. Okay. Sixteen plus it gets advantage on its strength, so it gets plus three to that. Alright, so it breaks it. Eighteen, so a sixteen versus an eighteen. That was damn close. It almost did not get free. It was um, worth it. You know, it's going to swing down on Callisto for both of its attacks. Uh, first attack, it's going to get disadvantage. 
Caustic is going to do a uh, protection style. Okay. So. Oh, wait, that's supposed to be a plus 12, not a plus 10. Um, so the first one will miss regardless, so that's a... Nope, 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 a 12 hits me. With disadvantage would be a 9. Oh, never mind. No, because the 12 would become a... A so, 14, let so me, it's an Let 11. me do the math. Yeah, so it would be a 14 minus that, so it would be an 11. So Okay, that just that misses. Okay. And then the next one is a crit. Well, I tried. Oh, um, I'm going to do that thing again. You cannot. I can't? Not currently. You are raptured oh, in this yeah. blade, you're, sir. You're, yeah, that makes sense. I'll take so. it. I'm fine. Now, normally, if I if you were not holding this blade, I would have no argument. Here. Yeah, no, no, I, I I don't have any argument for it. Like Caster just took uh, over two thirds of his life or his hit points and damage in a single action. No, because it is a crit, it's not going to do anything extra besides its double damage here. So that is twenty six total and a one d four on the start of your turn, Callisto. Copy. Uh, which All right. is my turn, so one second. Alright. Apologies, I'm doing math. It's awful. Okay, so the, the tiger is a to... Oh, jeez, that's a thing. Um, tiger is at half hit points, but Callisto is just fine. Um, so the star mushroom, I take a d4? Yes. Oof. That's a crit four. That's a crit four, yeah. Okay. So, t it's for my brain, mm -hmm. she just got chucked off of it, basically? Yeah, so he's going to push you off of him. Or you're basically staying in the same place, but you are no longer pinning him up against the wall. Okay. So she wouldn't be prone, but she'd be off of him. Yes. Okay, cool. I can make that work. Okay, um, in that case, she is just going to do the same thing she's been doing, uh, not climbing on its face, but uh, just a claw attack. Uh, yeah, that, that's a 13. That's not going to do much, I don't think. Unfortunately, that will miss. Same old, same old. Uh, that's all I'm going to do with my turn. All right. Caster. The searing, searing pain, embodying you completely. Everybody's feeling this pull. I mean, everyone. Uh, sorry, hold on one second. Calissa, what were you saying? Sorry, there was one thing I wanted to do for Flavor, since you mentioned Caster. Uh, she was going to glance behind her and kind of give him a look as best as she can of don't die. And then go back to what she's doing. Well, he's good. He's fine. As so does this blade feel like it's gonna pulse again and hurt me? At the end of your turn, if you do not drop it, it will. Okay. So for the start of my turn, I'm going to use a bonus action. Um and I'm going to use a third level spell. Mass healing word. Which will heal myself seven, uh, caustic seven, and it will heal um, Finn nine because it does maximum to him while he is um, 
Add zero hit points. Triple that for each of you. Triple? Triple. Triple. I'll take 21 health. You will not gain this health. No, I will not? You will not. Okay. Whatever is happening, using that to power the blade. Fair enough. So uh, I will swing at this. You attempt to clumsily toss it over, and I'll, I can make a dexterity check for you if you want. Before we do that. Okay. Because this sword is going to sink into the sternum of this creature. Oh, man. You're going to feel it pulsate. Uh, again, it's going to pull energy from you. I need you to roll me a con save, please. Sir. Uh, okay. Is it with advantage? It is not this time. Okay. It's just flat. 14. But I'm going to give you an option. Uh, can I can I use my inspiration for advantage? E How much is the inspiration? What do you mean? Oh, wait. Tonight. So, wait. Hold on. Sorry. I'm, I'm brain farting here. Um, I had a different mechanic in my head. Um, so, a 14 plus 3 for advantage would be a 17, correct? Yes. It would be a waste. Oh. Sorry. We all I, knew I just what was save happening it. there. We all knew <laughs> what was happening there, Corey. You're good. <laughs> um, I was the same thing. You're going to feel just this, this rising confidence i should say Copy you can currently invoke a special ability from this blade or let it go now if you invoke it there could be some repercussions but the blade is going to speak to you in arwen's voice and ask you to trust it Well, caster reading that book has been told to trust people who do good things and try to help them. So, he's going to trust it and invoke that power and take whatever repercussions come. Okay. So we're going to re really, like, we're going we're gonna to go all out on this. First off, one, let me get rid of turn orders here. <laughs> Reduce yourself to zero HP. Okay. It is going to burn off everything you have left. Remove all spell slots. Uh, yes, sir. So that is... I will let you know, so you can know that is two level threes, four level ones, one level four, and one level three. This sword is going to pulsate. This large minotaur is going to bloat. And it is going to look as if it had eaten... Three helpings from Dunkin' Donuts of just dozen after dozen after dozen donuts. This thing is going to expand and bloat and look terrified. It is clear. It feels like it is bit off more than it can chew. No pun intended. It is going to explode. Now, it it's going Taco to explode. <laughs> It's going to explode into a burst of light. None of you wearing a ring will take any damage. But you will see probably about a 30-foot wide diameter of an explosion arc, which will crack the ground underneath of you. 
and basically smooth and, and kind of crush against the wall behind of it. When that happens, you're going to be cons conscious for about three or four seconds. You're going to see the sword deactivate. Then you're going to drop. Um, Corey? Yes. I'm a tiger right now. Do I count as wearing the ring? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's with, it's within your person. So wherever your clothes are, because I don't presume that you come out of your transformation completely butt naked. Not usually. Um, Depends on the day. Yeah. So, no, you're, you should be okay. Okay, cool. I just um, wanted to make sure. But yeah, go ahead and... Uh, is that a combat? So Caster will look for a second and give a little nod as you see like the exhaustion overtake him and just collapse to the ground. Um, because Zer had readied his action to take the sword, but that was kind of like something more dramatic happened. Can he instead catch Caster as he falls? Yeah. Okay. Um. So because my hero. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna catch you, and immediately. I mean, this was some kind of magical effect, but I, I'm gonna um, make a medicine check to see if his max HP has been reduced somehow, or like a anything that I can glean from a, a medicine check. That, yeah, make sure I'm still alive. Uh, to make sure the integrity of his body is still there. Um, That's well, that... 20 for a 26. Yes. He is put together, but completely drained. Um, so, in Incendium, in, in my multiverse, there is a pretty well-versed situation that anybody who's either dabbled in magic, created magic, or has any kind of touch in magic realizes is that each person has a little bit of magic in them. Kind of like we all do, like radiation uh, in IRL. Now, it doesn't mean everybody can use it, but... If you didn't, you'd be dead. Yes. He is dangerously low. Um, it and burned would, everything it could without killing him. From I would imagine normally he's pretty high on the list, the people who radiate with magic in this group. Um, Callisto is going to drop out of her saber-toothed tiger form as soon as she sees this happen and rush over to Caster and Zer to say um, okay, sorry um, brain and she is going to use cure wounds and try and get him conscious at least okay. uh, one second I must find this bill Hoss do you have Finn? It's fine. Yeah, I'm gonna. I mean, Finn got healed, so I assume Finn is like basically just kind of like popping up as this happens. So, but yeah, Caustic is over like at Finn, making sure that he is okay. So that's 25 hit points back. Uh, does that bring Caster back to consciousness? No. Am I still at Though, zero or do I have 25? You have 25. Okay. You were just. Absolutely drained. Um, though magic can cure your wounds, it can stabilize you, get rid of bruises and, and stamina loss and, and stuff like that. Regenerating your, your your basic magic 
it could take some time. Not like days, but like maybe a few hours. Yes. Um, so I have an in-game and out-of-game question. With my mm -hmm. medicine check, would this be what might be considered like an exhaustion level 5.5? Like Basically. just below death or, or just above death? Um, okay. Um, yeah. He's an inch away from death. Or was an inch away from death. So Sarah's Zer going to 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 say to Callisto and loud enough for everybody to hear because not everybody's not too far away. We're about um, twenty five to thirty feet away from each other. Um, for listeners, um, he he's okay. I I don't know why he's not conscious. He should be conscious from what I've seen of healing spells, but he's stable. He just he's. Energyless. Okay. Uh, you would see Callisto looks absolutely terrified that she's trying to calm down. Just says, "Okay, all right. We need to get out of here." And as I look over towards the portal that we'd seen earlier, has it started to activate, or is it just continuing to be dead? Um, it, I mean, it hasn't activated, but then again, most of them haven't activated until you were on it. Um, Arwen uh, is, is going to kind of take kind of a couple steps over and, and kind of give a look over him. And she'll... Um, he used an ability. He will probably be out for about another hour or so. Sarah's going to step over to the, um, I guess what would be the remnants of the zombie suit, and he's going to take the sword off the ground and put it back on his belt. Okay. And he's going to say, now we've all seen what this can do. It can do a great thing. Probably many more great things. We need to be careful, and he's gonna glance to Finn, especially. But then he's gonna like glance down, like when you do something or you say something embarrassing in front of like a family member, and then you're like, "Whoops, I wasn't supposed to say that." Except with his eyes, you know. I would look a little strange at that because like you you referred the sword as a thing but to her the sword is her um so there's this weird disconnect for her from that um and she'll she'll kind of speak up there is a cost to using me and if you are not i guess what one would consider worthy takes a heavy toll but because you guys are there's just something different he didn't die by wielding me most people would I 
Uh, apologize, Arwen. I didn't mean to imply that you were a thing, but us humans and tieflings are accustomed to referring to weapons as its, just as you might not refer to my scimitar as part of me, or maybe you would, I don't know. Um, but uh, my scimitar is an extension of me, but is not myself. Um, I, uh, a manifestation. I, uh, yes. I, I just apologize if I misspoke. Um, we just need to be cautious about using you, as you put it, Arwen. Finn is going to... Uh, he, he caught, uh, after what Zara said, he caught his look. It's just going to turn away and start walking, like, forward. Like, down, see what's down here. Alright. Um, and roll me a quick investigation since you're, you're heading down there. Alright. Nice. 20. Dirty 20. So, among the other bodies, clearly they have been stripped of a few things. In in here are some basic weaponry. There's an axe, a short sword, a long sword. Actually, there's two long swords. Um, and a couple of daggers. I'd probably say about three. Um, there is an accumulation of about 200 gold. And there is a diamond probably worth about 150 gold pieces. Uh, I apologize for that. I was uh, taking in the gorgeous map you took in. Um, I'm going to open Thank up you. the... Um, it is really party beautiful. Loot. Mm -hmm. it, it, it is. You have the, like, the, 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 like, astronomical clock of Prague in there and big pile of gold loot. Can you repeat the loot so I can type it into the party loot now? Sure. Uh, short sword, two long swords, three daggers... 200 gold pieces and a diamond worth 150 gold pieces. How many gold pieces? 200. 200. So, is there anything else down here? Where are they going down? Like seeing if there's nothing or if there's anything about this clock or this thing next to the gold pile. That clock is is actually like a platform on top of this um, obsidian pyre. Uh, it probably, with the way it's cut, you can probably step onto some of the, the cuts into it like uh, steps. Uh, but eventually it will lead up to this platform with kind of semi-spinning pieces to it. Not not like the little spherical war which took your hand, but um, kind of like a, a greater kind of size to it. Um, Zareth, you'll have seen a, something like this fairly before. Uh, back home. Yes, I believe I have. Now... I want to touch on something else that's in this pile. And I'll let you guys decide who sees it first. But there is a letter. Uh, 
Uh, it is. Sorry. Uh, now go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, I I keep pausing, but I'm, I'm I can't figure out when to just let you guys talk. So I'm trying to fill the void. Yeah. yeah. Um, the letter is black with a red uh, kind of seal that's been kind of ripped open. Uh, the seal is this nice, lovely wax with Lord Vagrant's key ring on it. Could, could we say, I mean, if that's cool with y'all, since I did ex uh, in the escape first, I saw the letter first? Uh, yep. I have no problems. <laughs> All right, then I'll, I'll grab the letter first while they're divvying up the gold and, and read it. Not out loud. So the letter is one to probably a, a group of hired thugs, pretty much. It, it says, you have been paid. If you find the blade, bring it to me. Do not attempt to use it, for the worst shall come if you do. If you manage to not only get the blade and escape the labyrinth, you will be paid riches. However... The worst fate would obtain would be obtained by you were you to run into the Minotaur. However, in doing so, if you are, please roll the please read the scroll also accompanied with this letter, as it might help me, even upon your death. Is there a scroll with it? No. Uh, y'all, you know, I, 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 there's this letter here, and unfortunately, it seems like Vagrant knew about the blade and everything, and so he'll tell everybody what he just read. Scroll. It's, it's not anywhere here in the pile. Perhaps it's with one of the corpses. I uh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say you could check that out, but I, I know that this is a odd question to ask, but Finn, you'll you'll perhaps be privy to this uh, somewhat. Is this a recent letter of Lord Vagrant, or do you think that this was made uh, before our meeting? Uh, would there be a check I could make or something like that to tell? Uh, there is a date at the top listed for a week ago. It's it's, it's from a week ago. That means it's more, more than likely Zalem's work. Okay, so Vagrant doesn't know about the sword. Zalem does, and that's I think we're, we knew that, right? We he he knew about the the crystal. Like we're we're pretty well aware of that. Yes. If Solemn were to get a hold of me, it would be very bad. That's not in the plan. Uh, so I don't want to say don't worry about that, but that's not in our plan. Um, I, I would say if you do find that scroll, burn it. Don't even Yeah, don't, don't read it. Don't open it, because I don't even want to know if reading it aloud or in our minds would activate it. We just... I don't think anything good can come of it. Arwen will offer up a thought. 
Maybe that scroll is the reason the Mitar was so difficult. It was using dark magic. That's a good point. Um, the The real question is is right now is first, well, what is this thing? What does it do? And then also, how do we get out of here? Because I believe we've, if we haven't fully explored, then I, I, I don't know what else there, there could be. So I'm, I'm thinking that this thing could somehow get us out of here. Um, and I'd like to look at, like, the mechanism and do some sort of check to, like, figure out what this thing is. Uh, you can roll an arcana. Uh, okay, roll an arcana. Um, roll it. Roll that arcana. I don't have proficiency. Can I give him advantage since I seem to have some familiarity with this type of device? Yes. Okay. okay. And before you give me a, an answer, I do still have inspiration because uh, I never actually used it that one time. Uh, I'd like to use my bardic. Oh, it gives me advantage? That's right. <laughs> okay, so I'll take the 7, which would put me at 22 total. So I rolled a 12, plus 3 from Zare helping me, and plus 7 from uh, Finn's inspiration. Thank you, Finn. This is an old-school teleportation circle. But it is currently... Uh, it, it's more of like a timed teleportation circle. It oddly reminds you of the shifting calendar um, that most of you have grown up with. Currently, however, with the die, it is set that at this time of year it would teleport you to a place amongst the sands. Well, we have a way out, but I don't know if we want to take this way, but if there's no other way, then sure. I mean, this way might be the best, because if we find another way, what if we just appear right out back there, and then we have the assassin to deal with? Exactly. We need to get out of here first priority. He is already here. Yes, sir. I need you to roll me a 1d100 since you're you, the one unconscious. You absolutely may. Uh, real quick while that's rolling. Oops, that's, uh, uh, sorry. Uh, fingers got away from me there. Uh, he's already tracked us before after we teleported. I don't know that that's necessarily going to be an issue for him. So just also keep that in mind. Dust will start mm -hmm. to sprinkle from the roof. Um, you will hear small sound cavens farther into this temple, and you guys will start to see stones kind of crashing down behind you. As this place seems to start falling on itself. Yes, collapsing. Hey, Corey, um, could, I ask, could I ask one question before we leave here, just because I'm curious about it out of character? Sure. Because we're not going to get to it. What's this thing? Like, 
I just want to know. Oh, that's like, where the Minotaur slept. That's, that's I was a, gonna make a joke about it. It's so like, small. I don't know. I just well, didn't know what it was. I didn't know. Like it looks kind of almost like a pelvis bone. It's like a dog bed for him. Like he just yeah. curls up in a circle. Oh, it's a hide. Bed. Okay. It's it's, 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 it's a, a tribal. Leather. Yeah. So that's a, a that's a cow hide. hide. Yeah. On top of hay, there is uh, over I, here is a put out fireplace. And this is, of course, an obsidian stone slab, which he preps his food, and and that's his leftovers up there. In I was at I was at thirty percent zoom out, so like I couldn't like make out what it was. I was like, "Is that?" And I just wanted to know. And then, like when I zoomed in, it all made sense. Uh, okay, I, so seeing that, Klaus would be like, "Or we have this option here. That's it. I'm not. Let's just go. Uh, heads up uh, to." Everyone, this will take us to the desert. So, be prepared. Uh, can I do um, one? Sorry, can I do one last thing before we leave? Uh, because Callisto, this entire game has had a trophy from an animal she killed. But being Callisto, she's never had a trophy from an animal she's killed. So I've just kind of had that be an invisible thing. Can she grab the hide and have that be her trophy? What is there like artifact or something like her 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 early game thing she rolled for? Is that what uh, it's saying? it's part of starting equipment for? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Hell yeah! Okay, she takes the hide. It's like fuck uh, you and leaves. As as part of leaving, um, to move things along, um, Zer is going to while Caster is. On his back, <laughs> he's gonna um kind of climb up this obsidian um altar kind of thing that the the clock is sitting on. Are you dragging me or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're piggybacking. Um, and he's gonna kind of before stepping onto it, he's gonna dance around the rim and he's looking for a kind of maker's mark because I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the reason that I recognize this thing is because it has some faces made of stained glass. Would that be correct? I didn't design it that way, no. Oh, okay. Well, then, in general, <laughs> I'd like to just make, like, do a quick glance around the edges of where I think a maker's mark, like the one that I got from Lady Pesca, from my father, some kind of maker's mark like that, might be imprinted on the surface of this teleportation circle clock. Uh, sure. Uh, go ahead and give me an investigation. Uh, it's not my best skill, but it's worth knowing who made this thing. Ah, not bad. 15. Um, so, this maker's mark is relatively old. Um... But you've seen this symbol not not like as you as if you knew this person, mm -hmm. but from Laura back from your hometown. Okay. It, do I get a good enough look that I can just memorize this and maybe recall it later when it comes up pertinent, so we can yes. move along? Okay. Yes. Oh, awesome. So I'm gonna carry Caster onto the teleportation circle, and signal Callisto to jump aboard. Yeah, I, I oh no, go ahead. Uh, which she will do. I as soon as he like uh, we started hearing the stuff, uh, Finn jumped on the the thing. Oh, 
uh, when you jump on the thing, you will kind of turn into bubbles and rise up through and then almost pop and dissipate. Anyone else? Oh, I mean, I thought we were all doing it at, at once, to be honest. So, oh. like, once I saw everyone, like, getting up there, Caustic would be ready. And, like, once Finn hopped down, Caustic would just hop down at the same time. Okay. So, um, from here, we're going to have everyone um, take a full rest. Right. And then... Do including me or not including me? Uh, including you. Okay. Give me one second to set something up. I wish this... So there's an advanced character sheet that's used, but it slows down roll 20 so much that I don't like it. But there's one great thing about it is that there's a button you can click called Full Rest, and it just literally refreshes everything for you. All your spell slots, all your hit points, all your hit dice, or half your hit dice, you know. Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah. If you've If you've ever been... On a long car ride, yeah, and gotten to to kind of get out of the car and, and stretch your legs, probably after like four or five, six hours of drive. That's what it's going to feel like on the other side of this portal. Um, however, inside it is going to be unfamiliar to all of you except one person. Zero. This is some sort of old um, designed temple, um, which has has kind of really not been used in a very long time. I mean, it seems well taken care of, swept and and cared for, but it looks almost um, sacred in a way. And as you guys kind of come down and you kind of reform from these bubbles, the only thing other than that that you guys could notice is that the stones around the area floated for a bit and by the time each and every one of you get through this portal those stones will then drop and the portal will dim and shut off so the reason why this is familiar is this seems much like the temple back home in aharaja that you grew up So Zara is just breathing in this hot air. Like, it's cold water on a hot day, ironically. You know, like, we've just been through this dank, like, um, really jungly, mossy, gross dungeon. Not that the jungle is gross, Callisto, but, like... <laughs> it was covered in blood, okay? That's fair. So uh, we've just been through this, and then and then there's just dry air. It's completely the opposite, and it's like home, but but not. And and I'm 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 struggling to find the words, just as there would be, because I have an idea. Sarah has an idea of where this is based on the portals that we've seen. I guess my first thing would be to look around to see if everybody's okay and assuming none of us got 
jaunted into <laughs> the ground. Um, he's going to look for markings, lettering, um, words, maybe in an old language, on some of the stones around the temple, or the temple walls or pillars themselves. Just get a get a, a a wide view of the the temple and its construction and where we are. Gosh, gosh. Uh, Callisto will take Caster from Sir. Just carry him. Is he still unconscious? No, uh, Caster is awake. Oh, did we do it? You did it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fine. We we did it. We're somewhere new. Somewhere hot, that's for sure. Uh, if anyone looks over, uh, Caustic is, like, stripping away layers. It is, for a bit of description, it is hot. It is very humid here. Um, but the weirdest thing is, is there's a breeze. You guys can feel sand kind of blow in from the main area of this temple, which is a large and, I mean, huge open gateway, um, which through the light, you can see a small town uh, just on the outside. Um, and you can feel this this oceanic breeze that's going to kind of roll through and you're going to smell some nice thick salt air. You'll be able to hear gauze, uh, seagulls uh, kind of cacawing outside the doorway. Well, does anybody know where we're at? I do. You can call it home. All of you. Where is this home more specifically, if we could just... I think I understand, but just for everyone else. Well, um, first of all, uh, where we are now... It's uh, very dangerous. Scorpions, snakes, sometimes large dinosaur-like drakes. And Anyway, we should go to the sea. I think there's a few people that you might like to meet. People who can take care of us. Okay, well... Yeah. Lead the way, and as Finn's saying that, he's he's like taking off his shirt because he's hot, and just wrapping it wrap it around his head. It's like they seen the tattoo. Yep. He don't he don't care anymore. Caustic is doing the the same thing. It's a a vest like a like a thin leather vest, no shirt on. Shirts tied up on top of their head. Uh, kind of, you know how everyone does in survival shows, and then yeah. uh, hiked up the long pants into shorts. Okay. So the moment that you guys exit this temple, the first thing that's going to happen is you're going to be slightly blinded by the sunlight. It is going to be more than you are used to, especially after delving into a cave for about a day and a half, roughly. Uh, the temperature outside will rise the moment that you get into the sunlight. You're looking at around 39 degrees Celsius or 102 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, it is a humid heat. It is hot out here. Wait, a humid um, heat or a dry heat? Because we're in the we're in the desert, right? 
sorry, dry heat, dry heat, dry okay. heat. My bad. Um, so it is a, it is a pretty dry heat, but well, actually, no, it's 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 so it's a. Weird I guess you mix, have the sea right? there. Yeah, because like you get a breeze that kind of conflicts with each other. You know, it'll breeze one way, and you'll feel that heat from the desert, and then the waves will come in, and with the waves come the the oceanic tide like breeze, and that'll bring some humidity into it. And it's just this weird mix of hot and heavy, and then sticky and wet, and then hot and heavy, and then sticky and wet. It's almost like beautiful salt. Um, by the time you guys reach outside, you'll be on this, this lovely plateau here, as you can see in this weird temple, it will have several statues on either side, leading down a walkway to another large open gate. However, this outside area has no roof. Um, and as you guys make your way through that, I'd like each of you, well, I guess, sir, most of all, to roll me a perception, because as you get towards the gate, there's going to be a sundial, and it, it's it's a really big sundial for your, your your hometown. Not only does it have the intricacy of telling you the time, but also the date on the calendar. Okay. 22. Perception. Okay. The current date that reads on this calendar is the second of Noctorum. I had an idea that the platform was going to do something like this. I care to catch us up? Uh, of the, the calendar here, um, I don't think it's wrong but it says it's the second of Noctorum. When I saw all the mechanisms in combination with the arcane runes, etc., I made a wild guess, not even knowing much about magic, that this was going to take us to not only a different place, but to a different time. I think we might have lost a couple of weeks traveling all the way out here. But that's a good thing. Uh... Because it means that all of our enemies don't know where we are. Corey, can I do some math to see if this thing basically just, like, teleported us in real time? Uh, like, sure. I, I don't know how, like... my if... Jace cannot remember the calendar difference between what our last calendar day was. We were, like, Topham the 5th, and now it's not Torum the what? So that's... Yeah. So second. you guys were in Topham the 5th or 6th, roughly after delving into the dungeon, and currently uh, the clock is showing Tolpum, uh, yeah, Noctorum the second. Like so 10 that days? is a 12-day disparity. Okay. Uh, yeah, just, if I need to roll a check, I can, but, like, how long would it take to travel from uh, the jungle, to the Grangle jungle, to uh, uh, Aharaja? How long would that take? Sorry, give me give me one second. I can calculate that. Role play a little bit, and I'll calculate uh, that to you. I'm sorry. So it feels like we just woke up, though. Oh, I yeah. So Caster's like drained, exhausted, just out of it. 
Like, just, you've been yeah, resting like during the travel, though. So, um, so it, it's it's a weird feeling. It, it's kind of like I said, you guys have been on a very long journey, but not by foot. Um, yeah. Sorry, I don't. I don't mean to take it away from you, but it just kind of. I don't know if it makes a difference. No, I'm still going to go with as he he. Well, it was a very long journey, but in car, so. Like it's like how you described it. It's a mental exhaustion. Yeah, he's still mentally <laughs> exhausted from the ordeal. I would say. Caustic. Um. For your information uh, about the amount of mileage that you have have done, which, by the way, you are literally on the opposite side of the continent. Yeah. It would, it would have taken you around 25 days to make this journey, which you have done in 12. In 12. Okay. Uh, well, doing that math in their head, Caustic would kind of look at Zare. You're not terribly wrong with that description uh i guess we did travel through time but i had a theory that maybe it was teleporting us in in real time as it were um but it looks like we saved about 10 days so it technically teleported us through space and back in time if you want to look at it that way but that's more theoretical, uh, metaphysical uh, uh, stuff there. But we've made well, it here safe and sound. I, I'm no magister, but it would make sense that magical projection of bodies would travel faster than, say, on a caravan that has to go around or through mountains and lakes and Forests, so I I think that's neither here nor there. Um, but good to know where we are. I'm so I'm afraid to go forward. <laughs> it doesn't matter how we got here. We're we're in a new place, a new adventure. So let's. All we got to do is take that first step out. Uh, per preferably if there was a first step out into some shade. Um, believe it or not, and Caustic will kind of like motion to themselves, uh, I do burn a little bit easily. I just want it to be more cool than shaded. So if there is shade anywhere, I would love that. Are you sure what? that spirit doesn't give you some cold, like some nice, like cold? Yeah, so let me just stab myself with my spear just so that I don't have to get too warm. That'll really fix things. You See, said it, not me. It... Go ahead. See, I just find it funny that Fireboy can't take the heat. I like that name. That's okay. I guess I deserve that for also being snippy, so I, I can't be like, hey, don't get snippy with me when I got snippy. Shade, please, uh, and do they have a... Actually, that's a... Zare, friend. Um, I've heard of things in the theoretical level. Do they have uh, ice houses here? Uh, I, I know that those sometimes exist. Do they have those here? I would love to go see one of those. 
ice houses. I'm. <laughs> to be honest, I hadn't encountered ice until I worked at Pulpa, but um, okay. I think you'll all find refuge and friendly company at the temple. A different temple. We call it the Lily. It's shaped kind of like a lily, so six points, but it's nearby. Um, you can all go there, and I'm sure the priestesses would do well to treat any injuries. I think we're all okay, but they'll have water, and I think that's most important. I, I think we should all get hydrated and and make ourselves known to the locals. <laughs> that's that's fine. Um, perhaps you just stumbled in speech, but you said you go to the temple. Are you going somewhere else, or are you coming with us to the temple? Oh, I'll be right behind. I actually wanted to speak with Finn just a moment, but I, I, if he would oblige me, then I think we'll be right behind you. Yes, sure. Hey? That's fine. Did you say yes, sir, or yeah, uh, sure? Uh, yeah, I said yeah, sure. <laughs> yes, sir. You know, Finn, always respectful to authority. Ah, yeah. I always telling the truth, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, what I really love here is that the local has just been like, good luck, go <laughs> vaguely that way. <laughs> it's like hanging back and not really telling us where to go. So, Caster is surprisingly fine for his complexion and for the heat and where he grew up. Is like I don't see what the problem is, Caustic. It's um, not that bad. To to for I guess for for the listeners, kind of going vaguely by the map. Um, at at the the door of the abandoned temple that that we're at, this giant archway. <laughs> Um, with the with the sundial, um, we are looking out over a, a line of statues on either side to a bridge that goes over a river that empties into a harbor. Uh, to the right side of that path is a large, vaguely square building that looks much like a. Um, well, in real-life terms, some kind of mid-oriental temple. Some desertish uh, temple, very decorative. Zara's pointing at that, so it's very visible to everybody. And it's, like, steps away. Um, so, um, there, uh, across the river, there is a road that kind of goes uphill um, away from the shore, uh, and to the left, across the harbor, there are some more houses in the distance. Um, and then beyond that, there's just kind of like a cliff face that goes all the way around the uh, uh, the perimeter of the town. So um, that 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 temple over there, um, the, they'll they'll help you. They'll they'll get you water. I just need a, a quick word with Finn. I need to apologize for something. I did or said or something <laughs> and um, I'll be right with you and also if you can imagine this is a little bit difficult for me and I look to Callisto you understand we just Callisto. came from your hometown Callisto just nods 
if it's okay, I'll I'll meet you all at the Lily. We'll meet you all there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Caustic will just start walking away. Like once Zare gives that reasoning, Caustic will kind of sagely nod and just start walking off in the direction pointed. Callisto will follow along, uh, kind of just on instinct, putting her arm underneath Caster and kind of helping him along. Yeah, will be pulled from your arms. Um, Wait, what? From Arwen, who will be kind of ushering him to one of the statues. Um, she's going to grab your, your forearm, and she is going to have you reach down and take the sword, not activating it, but then she's going to have you kind of push it up towards the statue. Cash and will do, a, do such. He won't resist. Archon ruins will kind of glaze over in a way that has kind of been etched away in time. The way sand kind of rubs over stone, creating a smooth surface, you know. Over time, that kind of dulls some things, like depictions, uh, kind of uh, etchings and, and other stuff like that, kind of get worn away over time. But as the blade is pushed up to it, it is, it's, it's written in an older common. Um, and she seems to be kind of scribing through this. And she's as she reaches the end of this, she's going to pull you over to the other one. Um, and then she's going to, again, have you raise your hand up to it, scry through that. She's going to do it as she reads through all four of these, kind of taking in the information from this. Um, now, up and down now, she seemed like... She has a fair amount of, of kind of information that makes her seem somewhat omnipotent. Is this going to be the first start of you guys actually seeing that she may not know everything? Does the handling of the sword give me any ability to read this? I I wouldn't say it would help you, but it would like it gives you a fighting chance of being able to make a roll if you wish. Uh, what could I roll? Um, I would say a straight intelligence roll. Okay. If you have proficiency, you can add that. Uh, the only thing... I don't have any... In, I have religion as an intelligence proficiency, if that would help. Um, uh, you know what? That's that's probably more apt. Yeah, you can use that. That was a 20. So these depictions have kind of the ending to the story that was written in the uh, dungeon itself, it seems. But there are multiple endings, almost as if like a warning. Um, in one of them, it states that if you know, a particular person is found to wield what you guys have accumulated, the sword there could be a good ending where Zalem is defeated, darkness is destroyed, and light will once again reign, and new growth will be found. On one of the other pillars, it is a weird mix. It is, it is the light will succeed, but all in doing so will die. The third one is another story where 
only two or, or one of the chosen will die, but there will be a success. And the final pillar will show the prophecy that Callista had read. Darkness will win. The world will be consumed. And with it, everything known to man. It's almost Castor like there isn't like that statue. It's worth noting, Callisto is standing off to the side, looking somewhat dejected. I mean, Caster's being yanked around, and he's exhausted. He's not very strong either, so, like, he can't really fight against <laughs> Like, Finn will just pat her shoulder, just like, it's okay. Thanks. Caster will come back, you know, he'll have some bags under his eyes. And he'll be like, I read some things. What kind of things? It's similar to the things that you said you saw in the temple. Like prophecy style things. Mm-hmm. Some good. Some neutral. Some bad. So, options? Yeah. Options where the darkness doesn't consume us all. That's better than just the bad option. There's an option where we all get out of it. There's an option where none of us get out of it, but everything is still okay. And there's an option where one or two of us don't make it, but everything turns out right. And there's probably the bad option, right? Well, no, the bad option was, again, the darkness consuming everything. I'd say the bad options were all of us. Well, all of us dying is a bad option for us, but not a bad option for the rest of the world if it means that the light can take over again and the balance would be restored. That's fair. It's not, it's not necessarily the worst thing that could happen. It would be bad for us, but millions of people in this world could be okay because of it. You know, just because it's been written by some somebody who claims they've seen the future does not mean it's set in stone. Just because they... It wasn't they... written by somebody who claims to have seen the future. It was written as a warning. Whoever wrote this knew of Zalem's return. They knew he'd be coming back. It, it's not a prophecy. It's almost like a written plan, a, a last hope. Is there a way to stop him? I'd have to read more, but... Maybe. I can try to make sense of this, but I got about as much as you did. Caster um, looks exhausted, but also somewhat proud. Because he got the same amount of it that the crystal that he that they all view as omnipotent 
got. So he there's a there's just this tiny little glowing sense of pride on him for that compliment that she just gave. I'm just saying that these as you said they're warnings they're not set in stone. There can always be an ending that we don't see. Yeah, you're right. Mm. Caster will look to Arwen and be like, can I put this back on my belt? Or do you need me to hold it more? The longer you hold it, the more it will drain you. You might wish to pass it to another. Wait, wait, does Caster have this? How did, how did Caster get the sword? It was on the ground. Arwen gave it to me. Oh, Arwen took it from Zare? She grabbed my hand well, and made me take it. I had rolled the fact that Caster was the one holding it after the combat. Probably oh, gripped in his ground from the Minotaur. It was the, probably gripped in his cold fingers, to be honest. We can just wreck on that. It was probably gripped in his hand when he went down. It's okay. We can just wreck on it. Yeah, let's wreck on. Yeah. Sorry. I'll take it out of my inventory. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll hold on to it. Are you sure, Finn? Yeah. You've already held on to it. I don't want it to drain you as well. I'm. Uh, I didn't hold on for it long, anyways, and I'm. I'm fine. Finn, you... you're sick, Finn. Here, give it to me. I'm perfectly healthy. Caster also looks reluctant about that. Or you can hand it to me, and I give it to Caustic. I. I don't want anyone to... And Castor will look around at the sound of thunder. It will actually not be a sound of thunder. Um, off in the distance, up north, um, there seems to be some sort of large cave-in, which will rumble the ground. Uh, maybe some sort of situation kind of occurring. Um... And there seems to be um, some sort of weird commotion going up north. Uh, it, it's hard to see because, of course, you've got the mountains there. But there is, uh, behind the mountains, like a plume of, of, of dust of some kind. Something, I wouldn't say huge. It's not like insanely huge, but but something, something's going up north. Um. Can I make a a survival check to determine what might naturally have caused this? Because um, I got a few ideas, like big creatures burrowing. Like, can can we take a time out really quick? Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, do we we have to retcon that a little bit? I think actually, because Finn is back with Zareth, because. Zareth asked him to talk to him as we went further and stayed behind. I, I had thought that the commotion with Arwen had kind of made everybody just kind of stop and look for a bit. Oh. Uh, Caustic did not. Caustic just continued walking. Caustic's on a mission. That's what we were told I, to do was to meet at the temple. And that's where I, Caustic's been. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. 
I think that works out. I think that places everybody where we've okay. Put yeah. them. The the only thing is is that Zer and Finn and Callisto are all in the temple. Temple when Arwen is reading these things. Well, it's not the temple. It's the statues outside the uh, where we just came out. It's right here. Okay. Oh, if it if that the case, then yeah, we retconned that. I wouldn't have walked that far out. So, so yeah, it would have been just Callisto there. Yeah. Okay. So well, then I'd say Caustic would probably be down here then when that yep. sound occurred. Um, if if anybody wanted to check, you can roll. Uh, I guess I guess history. History. History or nature? Uh, if you think it's a naturally occurring force or. You think it's something else? History would work. Uh, see if you can kind of pull anything oh, from your head. Oh, come on. <laughs> 10, 10, 18 of nature. Uh, history of nine. Um, Makes sense, because they kind of went hunting in those grounds. <laughs> so, <sighs> up north, um, there is... There are certain things that were heard way back from the old war, about 50 to a couple of, you know, a couple of years ago. Um, one that, that kind of still is, is told today and, and kind of fits this description quite well is the sound of a siege weapon being used. Um, it, it was loud, but it wasn't destructive it created a, a wave uh, with sound that, that kind of devastated a few things in its path as well as objects. And it kind of dusted up a cloud far more than any kind of sandstorm that the desert has ever seen. And I, I, you know, 18 out of 20 is your best guess that that is what the description is. Um, so to everyone in the vicinity, not, not costs, um, and, um, we're a little far away, but if we retcon, like, if we retcon it, Caster would probably hand the blade off to Callisto after a little bit of hesitation, and, um, I, I don't think we need to retcon, this is what's gonna happen, and I'm gonna have to repeat it when Finn comes back, so we'll just, like, um, actually, Finn's coming back right now. Sorry. You there? You there, Dust? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sarah's going to turn to you and, at the at the explosion, and he's going to say, I think we're going to need to talk later, but I, I promise it'll be a good talk. Let's go out and meet the others fast. All right. Okay, so we're going to join Callisto and um, Casser and Arwen up by mm -hmm. the... And, and, Zara's going to explain quickly. It it might be some kind of natural or man-made siege. Um, I I I don't really know my history that well, even though I was born here. What was beyond the gates kind of stayed beyond the gates, as far as we were concerned, unless it was hunting in the highlands. It creates sandstorms that the village is otherwise impervious to. Um, the trees, the, the, the walls, the cliffs, they protect us mostly from the natural ones, but perhaps not from this one. 
However, I have no idea why this would be happening right now. Perhaps we should meet with the elders. Uh, should I message uh, Caustic to have him wait for us, or...? If you could, and he'll give you a finger guns. So... Uh, oh. I pushed this over to a map real quick. I'm gonna ping about roughly where it sounded like it came from. We saw that? Or did we, we heard that? From all the way over yes. where we're at? Okay. Could you ping it again? Hmm, no likey. All right, I'm going to cast uh, sending and to caustic and then like, uh, come back to us. There's, do we have more information? Please hurry back. All right, uh, you'll just hear back from caustic, heard, and we'll turn around. Uh, camera will quickly cut to caustic like right at the door of the temple and just like uh, like turning back around. Uh, at this point, Callisto is holding her hand out for the sword. Caster will pass it to her, but he'll hold on to it for a second and give her a look. Like, are you sure? She gives him a smile. I'm sure. They'll hand it over to her. She'll put it on her belt for the moment. Also, while we're waiting for... Uh, uh, ben will turn to dessert. While we're waiting for Caustic, I mean, if you want to say what you got to say, I don't I don't care if everybody else is here, unless it's super sensitive. It's not super sensitive. Callisto uh, and Caster, you're welcome to stay, and I, I think... Maybe Caster, you ought to hear this too. As myself and and one of the leading members of this guild, I have to say to Finn that I apologize for the look I gave you in the labyrinth. Uh, I did not mean it to be demeaning or embarrassing. I want you to know that I trust you now more than I ever have before, and I feel that trust is only going to grow. I think you've got some stuff inside your head that you're not telling us, but I'm not going to pry for that information because I believe that you have nothing but good intentions for what's going on, and I don't know the reason that you're keeping this from us, but you have not lied to us about it. Caster will give a laugh and be like, I trust you too, Finn, but not when it comes to touching. I I just, I did, I, it was just a, an instinct to look to you when it came to the, there was the treasure and, and the things that we didn't know about. And when we said, everybody stop, don't touch things, I just kind of looked to you out of instinct. And I, I saw you look down it shouldn't have been out of shame, but if it was out of shame, it shouldn't have been out of shame. And I'm I'm just I want you to know that I hold you in high regard just as I hold everyone else in high regard. So after 
after you mentioned that, yeah, uh, I have something in my head. He'll like the, the smile he has kind of falls for a second, but he like it comes back, but it's I would say fake. Almost, you could tell like he's not hiding it. It's like it's fake. It's like, what makes you so sure that I, that I I'm I'm hiding something? Well, I can't read your mind, but I can certainly tell a fake smile. Um, all I want to say is that you do what you need to do and follow your heart because you have a good one. And I don't think any of us is going to stop you unless you're actively trying to get in our way. And I cringe even suggesting that that is a possibility, but I cringe as in it's hard for me to say because I don't believe it so much. I not not as in it's a possibility that I cringe that might come true. I I, I don't believe that's what you're going to do with it. <laughs> Just I think we all have your back. Whatever you're going through inside your head, keep it private if you need to, but know that we have your back regardless of of what's going inside. And if you want to say there's nothing going inside, we'll believe you. Or we'll try. <laughs> he'll, uh, he'll, when you say that, he'll turn to Caster. Would you believe that? If I said, he'll turn, he'll turn to Callisto as well. And, and turn back to you after he says this to deserves to, Like, if I if I told y'all that there's nothing, there's nothing going on, would y'all believe that? No, of course not, but I'm choosing not to ask. Yeah, that would be my answer. <laughs> Absolutely not. But, you are my friend. And I trust your judgment. But if you end up crossing us and trying to stop us and hurt us, That will change that. But that goes for everyone. Of course. You know, everyone has their hang-ups and their complications. I've just brought you to a new land. I, I can't expect you to just become accustomed to things. I'm not trapping you here. If we have to go back to Tansom, then we decide as a group to go to Tansom. I, 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 and, and, and Callisto... If if RK comes back with an army of dragons and you want to join him, then the same goes with you. You're out of the guilt. It's, it's just you know, it, it's it. Now we're getting silly, but um, I that, that I quite wanted... did feel like it came from Tansom though. I'll, I'll... It. go ahead. I'll say one last thing. I have I have goals of my own and and ideals that I wish to accomplish. I don't know if they'll if they will go against y'all. I don't think they will, but I don't know. And 
to be fair, I I appreciate the trust that you that you seem to have in me, but how how I mean I don't how, how do I put this? Can can Cossack be arrived at this time? Just yeah. To bring them in. Mm-hmm. Caustic renders in like a video game. We've known each we've known all, uh, each other for what about three, four months, four seasons, four seasons. My, my bad. Yeah, I've been I've been dead for half of that. I and I will tell you this much. No, I have not told you all the truth. Y'all don't know much about me that I that I've mentioned. But I do appreciate the trust. And he'll turn his back and just just say what what's the plan? I was going to ask the same thing. I was told to go to the temple and then told to come back from the temple that I was told to go to. What's uh I apologize cause I uh, I had an apology to give to to Finn. It ran a little long, but I think we are all ready to go to the temple and Castor, I think you'd be interested. It's not like the temple that you see up north. And I don't believe you were old enough to experience anything in the desert like this, either. I don't remember anything. I just know I come from here. I know my parents gave me up. It's a little sore being here, if I'm being honest with you. I hope it won't be by the time we leave. Caster will nod. To the temple. To the to lily. The, to the temple. I think Callisto will hang back with Caster as they're walking. And just say, You okay? This is the closest I've been to my home. Ever. And there are answers there that I could for. I just don't know. I don't know if I want to. If you don't want answers, you don't need to seek them. Okay? I know. But part of me desperately wants to know why they gave me away. What was so wrong with me that they decided that I didn't have a home and that I had to go be an orphan at the at the at the temple? You grew up there without a family. Caster, there's nothing wrong with you. You get that, right? What they did was their decision, but there is nothing. Wrong with you, Melme. Castle Cock's head doesn't recognize that term. 
Um, what? I just didn't understand the last. Oh, it that's it druidic. Don't worry about it. Okay. Snow is blushing. <laughs> um, Caster looks a little bit better, but still, it's weighing on him, and it's it's doesn't take an inside check from anyone in the party to tell. Come on, let's get to the temple. Yeah, Zara said it would be good. I want to see this temple. Before we end tonight, two more things are going to occur. The first is that there is going to be an appearance in front of Finn. Um, it is going to be a, a apparition, basically. It is going to appear in a thin air and is going to hover there as if it is addressed to you. Um... Floating with it is a interesting green feather that has been capped with a quill tip. Um, you would know this is a direct feather, which is able to directly send letters to two people. Um, this is titled From Anastage to Finn. Yeah, like, like the fake smile goes away and like just a, a happy grin, and it like, I guess, do I grab it or like, what? what or I'll grab the, take that. Yeah, I'll grab it. Okay. And as you as you guys do that, walking and talking, you guys will eventually get just across the bridge. You'll hear a very familiar voice. Yo, what's up, dudes? Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> And that is where we will end as Jacrum will kind of start walking down the, the way, just kind of like, yeah. The guy, it's the guy who punched my soul back into me. Yes. Uh, that guy that went to school with uh, Soot. With yeah. Soot, but not Caustic. <laughs> I'm different now. Right, and I think that's a perfect place to end it for the day. Woo! Thanks for listening to this episode. Don't forget to subscribe so that you never miss an episode and comment so we can bring more people to join the story with us. We want to thank Sirenscape as we use their sound systems for our sound effects and music. Check out the description if you want to know exactly which sets we used this episode. Thanks to Kobold Press, we use their monster write-ups to keep our players on their toes and you listeners on the edges of your seats. Join us next episode as we continue our story. Mm -hmm.